Welcome to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. Today on the podcast, hiding in the light, fish that use physics to camouflage themselves by being better reflectors. We'll talk to Dr. Nicholas Roberts, one of the scientists behind this new work. He is trained as a physicist, now a biologist, and he studies how light influences the behavior of animals. He also has some of the best working conditions I've ever heard of. We'll talk about all that today on the Physics Buzz podcast. When Nicholas Roberts got his PhD in physics, he started to think about what kind of work he wanted to do long term. He knew he didn't want to be cooped up in a lab all year long. He had studied optics, the study of light. So he found a niche in biology, studying how animals interpret and gather visual information. About 10 years later, Roberts is an associate professor at the University of Bristol in the UK in the biology department. And he got his wish. His work takes him outside the lab for about five to seven weeks a year. Usually, he and his colleagues will go to the Lizard Island Research Station on the Great Barrier Reef and spend a few weeks diving in one of the most beautiful settings on Earth. Alongside people on vacation, people trying to get away from their jobs, Roberts is at work. He and his colleagues actually get to travel all over the world, studying the behavior of marine animals and their habitats. Lately, Roberts and his colleagues have been studying fish that live three or four miles below the surface of the ocean. They want to understand how the fish's visual systems, like their eyes, have adapted to the heavy water pressure. So it's basically their job right now to go deep sea fishing. This whole situation is basically as wonderful as it sounds. I think one of, one of the most wonderful things of, of going and doing field work is taking um, grad students who haven't been there before and um, they don't seem to stop smiling for two weeks, um, two weeks of diving and, and going and working with these animals actually in the field. But um, it seems to make a big impression on them. Now, Dr. Roberts and his colleagues are still very hard-working scientists. Roberts belongs to the Visual Ecology Laboratory at Bristol. He and his colleagues are trying to tackle some very big questions about the natural world. Well, really, what excites me um, is how other animals see their world and really understand um, how and why they use the visual information that they do. So if you want to understand why animals behave the way they do, part of what you need to understand is their relationship with light. And when you study light, you're studying physics. So that gets us around to our main story, fish that hide in the light. Recently, Roberts and some of his colleagues discovered an advanced mechanism in fish skin that allows the fish to camouflage themselves by reflecting light. Now, for humans, reflection is a way to make things more visible. For instance, I have reflectors on my bike so that cars can see me when I'm riding. But these fish are swimming against a background of open water that's infiltrated by sunlight, and the fish want to blend in. Roberts and his group studied sardines and herring, fish that swim in open water and which have silvery, mirror-like skin. So fish that are silvery are silvery because it gives them a very good way of camouflaging themselves in open water. 
um, a nice example to think of is in a um, bowl of water or the bath, if you take a, a normal mirror and you put it under the water, it effectively disappears. Mirrors are an incredibly good way of actually camouflaging an object against its background, especially in open water. Without reflection, these fish would stand out like dark spots against a bright background. They would be highly visible to predators. And for nearly 50 years, scientists have understood how these species of fish get their silvery, reflective skin. The reason that fish are silvery is because they have lots of different layers um, at the back of their skin. And these layers are made up of two types of material. There's guanine, which is a um, a crystal, and in between those crystals, uh, space uh, normal tissue, cytoplasm. And at each interface between the guanine and the um, cytoplasm, a small amount of light gets reflected. So as you start to build up more and more layers, you get more and more light reflected back. By changing the thickness of these layers, and so there's a range of thicknesses through this multi-layer stack, then you reflect lots of different colors of light. And we know that this is the reason why the reflectors give a, a silveriness or a, a mirror-like reflection. What we didn't know was at certain angles why they reflected as much light as they did. You see, there are limits to how much light a single surface can reflect. Think again about the reflectors that I wear on my bicycle. Light hits the reflector at a particular angle and is reflected back out. But not all angles are the same. At some angles, the amount of light reflected back out will drop. You don't get the same light out that you put in. So back in the 1960s, scientists observing these silvery fish noticed that the fish skins reflected more light than other reflective surfaces. In fact, the fish skins reflected light in a way that seemed to defy these basic physical limitations. The fish skins at nearly every angle reflect almost all of the light that hits them. But these new findings finally put this mystery to bed. Roberts, along with his colleague Dr. Julian Partridge and graduate student Tom Jordan, published their new results in the October 21st issue of Nature Photonics. Within the fish, what we discovered, there, there were not one, but two types of crystals. And because of the specific um, properties those crystals had and that they were different, it didn't matter what angle the light came in at, there was always some that was reflected from um, lots of different interfaces between the guanine and the cytoplasm. So if the light isn't reflected by one guanine crystal, it is reflected by the other. It's teamwork, and instead of losing reflectivity at some angles, the fish gets reflection in almost every direction. Roberts and his group studied these tiny guanine crystals using a technique called digital holographic microscopy. So it sounds like a mouthful, but essentially it's a, it's a normal microscope that gives us images of objects perhaps that are just a few microns across. But rather than just a, an image of the intensity that the light goes through, it also allows us to measure the optical properties of that material and how much the material slows the light down. 
And by doing those measurements, that's when we discovered there was actually two types of guanine crystal in these structures. Humans have figured out ways to make reflective surfaces that are just like the fish skin. They get around those angle limitations, and they reflect almost all of the light that hits them. But those technologies have only existed for about 10 years, and the structure that the scientists found in the fish skin is different than what humans have built. So it's very likely that optical engineers could learn something from the structure of the fish skin and that a similar type of technology could find its way into artificial reflectors. The way that these fish actually reflect light is a similar mechanism that's used in certain um, optical technologies and things like light-emitting diodes, the lights that we, we see in many modern-day lights. And the reflectors that are used by the fish, we also use on the back of these lights to improve their efficiency and actually push more light out. But what we've found is actually a new way of building those reflectors that in some cases could be more efficient and, and a much better way to make them. These new results didn't actually require a lot of field work by Roberts and his group. This is something they could study in the lab. But it is one piece of a much bigger puzzle that people in this field are trying to bring into focus. They want to get a comprehensive understanding of how light affects life for animals. And camouflage, which can mean the difference between survival and extinction, that's a big part of life. And this is a very impressive means of camouflage. So the next time you're at the fish market, appreciate the fact that those smelly fish skins are actually an incredible feat of optical engineering. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.